0: Hey, guys, happy holidays. Merry Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate. I mean, I'm super excited for the holidays. I have a little bit of time off. That's in air quotes for those who can't see because I've been working my ass off regardless. Still plenty to do. But, um, you know, technically, I'm not on set. I'm not in Savannah. I'm home with the family watching holiday movies. Rumi, happy holidays.
1: It's the most wonderful time of the year. This is, I mean... A lot of people like Christmas and the holidays in general because it's a time of giving and reflection and celebration and family. I like it because it's my absolute favorite genre of movies.
0: Fuck yes, The Christmas horror movie. The Christmas horror movie. And there's a fuck ton. And we have been like gifted. Not only like this year in general. Well, but hear me out. We've gotten
1: a lot of gifts. (laughs) Yeah.
0: (laughs) Some of them are socks and some of them are NECA figures, but. Um yeah so yes we have gotten a lot of gifts but this year just for horror in general we've gotten a whole bunch of like pretty pretty decent entries or at least a lot of entries like I'll take yeah. I'll take quantity over quality in certain cases Sure
1: sure sure it's
0: like it's been a drought especially like theatrical releases um tons of stuff there's been so many horror movies that I still haven't seen a bunch of them like I didn't get a chance to see the David Harbour one but we're going to get into all of that guys wish us a Merry Christmas on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at LaunchpadPod on our website, LaunchpadPod.com. And all I want for Christmas is for you to get your friends to like and subscribe, for you to like and subscribe, for you to follow us on social media, for you to reach out to us and tell us how much you love our show. We love hearing from you guys. Thank you to everybody who stays in contact with us. Uh, uh, YouTube, uh, thanks to the to the people who have been watching our YouTube um, channel. Uh, it, it's, it's few, but they're strong. I appreciate you guys. You're all a handsome bunch. And our friend uh,
1: Rachel, Rachel Nelson, has been not only watching but commenting on a lot of our YouTube <laughs> stuff too, which is fun because then it's like, oh, we someone's there. Thank you, Rachel.
0: Thank you. Yeah, we appreciate everybody who who listens and everybody who uh, watches. I, I actually have some numbers, dude. Uh, but I know I'm know I'm dragging out the intro, but uh, you you want to hear some fun numbers about our podcast? Yeah. Um, we are. We are the top ten podcast for fifteen fans. We are the top five podcasts for nine fans, and we are the number one podcast for five listeners. So on their Spotify Wrapped, Launchpad Pod was their number one podcast.
1: That's that's pretty. I'm proud of that.
0: That's I'm very proud of that. Look, we know we're small, but I know that we're fucking funny, and I you know it's never been about the numbers, but I
1: like it when we're doing good job. Like we're doing. Are good we job. still big in the Netherlands and Japan?
0: I'll tell you what I got some info on that. Um we we are heard in over 50 countries but but in 11 countries like the United States, United Kingdom, Turkey, the Philippines, Canada, Japan, not in any order. These are just these I'm just listing these off. Um we have like listeners in 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 the in the hundreds, which is freaking cool.
1: That is pretty and like to think we would just say this shit at Hooters while eating wings with (laughs) pregnant waitresses rolling their eyes at us because we weren't ogling them. We were trying to make them laugh with our stupid jokes, stupid fucking jokes. And we're like, if you don't appreciate us, the Netherlands, Japan and Turkey. will.
0: (laughs) Oh my God. Yeah. I mean, we, we actually have, we have, we have a pretty, pretty international crowd, which, which I'm always impressed with. Um, yeah, big shout-out to all our international listeners. Big shout-out to our hometown listeners. Um, you guys keep us going, and we love hearing from everybody. Um, uh, a few more numbers just because it's fun. Uh, we are up 20% this year from last year. We're up 18 hours of listens from last year, which is always cool. And, um, you know, that that's that's special. We love it when we grow with you guys because we, we did reduce the number of times we release, but I feel like we still have uh, quite a few quite a few followers and quite a few listens. So I feel good about it, man. I feel good about our show. I'm do too.
1: i still having fun. I hope you guys are having as much fun as we are.
0: Uh, and it, it's only going to get funner. We say that. I don't know if that's true. I have no clue what the new year brings, but <laughs> we I have will a great
1: say- list. Well, so we could tease, like we have a big list of episodes of yeah. like topics and stuff that we haven't even touched yet that we can't wait to do. <laughs> we have uh, before, I won't say it yet, but before we started this episode, Rumi and I were just talking about scheduling a pretty big guest that, I think you guys will like for a really fun episode. I'm not oh, going to yeah. tease it any more than that. Should we?
0: Um, well, the teaser just dropped for that, for that, for for what we're teasing. The teaser dropped for the, the teaser, teaser. We're teasing. teaser. Yeah. Teaser so, squared. Teaser squared. So I'm excited about that. Uh, it, it has something to do with uh, a, a teaser that just dropped that, that people saw. <laughs> well, stop teasing. Let's get on with the pleasing <laughs> on the final episode of 2022. This is the Launchpad Podcast.
1: Ignition sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two,
0: one, zero. All engines running.
1: Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Can we just add Christmas, che- Christmas treason? <laughs> <That's> a- <laughs> that actually sounds like, like, like when you're a traitor for the holidays, <laughs> <laughs> <Something> Christmas that- <laughs> treason. I'd I gotta, watch that movie.
0: I got a couple of political jokes for that. Um, yeah. All right. Welcome to the Launchpad podcast. I'm Aaron. I'm Matt. Matt, this is the last episode of 2022. Fucking wild nuts, man.
1: It's crazy. It's, you know, this year is going five fast. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, it went by fast. It's fucking December. It's uh, late December already.
0: It went by really fucking fast. Having a kid makes it go faster. Um, I was like, like I was reading our Spotify wrapped and like some of our metrics and stuff. And it's like, you did 25 episodes. I was like, bullshit. I did like hundreds. And it's like, oh no, I only did 25 episodes. That doesn't seem like a lot to me, but it's fucking years worth of content. It's a of lot content. of work.
1: And and yeah. I've said this before. You guys know Rumi does most of the work. I do most of the handsomeness <laughs> and I'm the funnier of the two, but he does oh, most of the oh, work. Oh, oh
0: wow. <laughs> I like yeah. that
1: you didn't, you didn't take any offense that I was handsomer, but you're like, wait a minute now. I tell better jokes than you, ugly. <laughs> hey, well, because... <laughs> <laughs> true, handsom-
0: true handsomeness doesn't need to uh, flaunt it. I'll let you think whatever you want, Rumi. Does the guy wearing a ninja snowman sweater... You know, you, you fly your own flag and I, 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 this is why I love you, Rumi. This is why we,
1: but for real, dude, thank you for all your hard work this year. Rumi knocks it out of the park. He does all of our fucking technical, all of our mechanical magic. He makes, I mean, I have a sexy ass voice, but he makes (laughs) all of the, (laughs) like, like organically my voice is sexy, but Rumi makes it sound good on the radio for you and computers and stuff.
0: Oh yeah, 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 and then like (laughs) the nights when I'm like didn't do an episode, so let's stay up all night and like edit this thing and put it together and put it on YouTube and get it all. And And I just sit
1: here handsomely that whole time.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I call you up, Rumi. The the computer's breaking, everything's on fire, and you're just like, "It's all good, Rumi." Just, just that silky voice gets me
1: through. You got it, you got it, bro. Don't hey, (laughs) hey, hey. You're doing a good job. Don't you worry about it.
0: (laughs) and i just go and it gets me through (laughs) um you know what rumi like you said favorite time of year especially for holiday horror films i do love me some holiday horror films we we have a bunch of them came out this year there's quite a few that came out um i didn't watch all of them as i mentioned i didn't get to see the david Harbor one because it's in theaters and i don't have time to do that shit same um I barely have time to do podcasting, dadding, and other things, jobs. Uh, so this is this is this is as good as it's going to get. But I did watch some of the new ones, um, uh, or, or at least some of the ones that are out there. Um, here, you know, I watched the 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 demonic Christmas tree, aka the Killing Tree, Christmas Bloody Christmas, which I'm excited to talk about. And to wash my palate of all these ones that are f- fine, they're fun, they're fun. I watched the original Black Christmas, which is a Fucking goddamn classic! I love that shit. Um, what'd you watch, man? Give me. A I have a rundown. killer
1: palate cleanser. So I'm gonna keep it. Up. I'm gonna pull a, a Kelly Jones and keep it under wraps to the last second. Remember we talked to Kelly Jones about werewolf movies yeah. once, and he was like, "I have the best werewolf movie," and w- he had us g- guessing for like a month before he finally told us what it was. Um I watched uh, all of the same ones you did, I think, except that there was one. There was one that doesn't have Christmassy title. Um I watched Christmas Bloody Christmas the nutcracker massacre he knows there's no escape 13 sleighs till christmas um and no joke like three or four more that i turned off or like don't even remember
0: did you watch the where deer
1: oh yeah where deer i watched oh gotta put that on the list did that suck well you might just start diving in yeah yeah, some of these will be quick where deer is quick Where Deer is one of those movies that they wrote a script more or less. There was a lot of ad-libbing. It was not terrible. The ad-libbing was not terrible, which a lot of these you could tell they're like, you know, talk to him about his penis size and then say this joke, but then you could just say whatever. So it like starts with two guys in the woods and they're hunting and it's clearly ad-libbed and it's terrible. Um, and then they get killed by something you don't see what. Then it cuts to a family and there's like, like a a man and a woman are traveling to his redneckish family. And there's this big giant fat guy who believes in werewolves and Santa Claus and all this other sort of stuff. And they try so hard to make you think he's funny and he's not. Ugh. And the movie just drag it's just like they introduce these characters and they're they're setting up the dynamic of this family for like an hour. And it's just so fucking boring. When the where deer finally happens, the makeup is almost worth the thing now, it might be a pullover mask because it was made by a company that specifically makes beautiful pullover masks. But it looks really good. <laughs> the actress playing the wear deer is terrible. <laughs> she just keeps mauling people with her Aww. hooves, but she just keeps going like this, and it doesn't look like there's any force behind it. And she very rarely contacts whatever she's supposed to be hitting. Yeah. So it's the same gag every time. But it looks real. Th- the The face looks really cool it's really stupid overall um that's one that if you watch it with a group you probably would have fun with it because there's a lot to make fun of but you won't be making fun of the where deer or the weird deer action for a while it's going to be a lot <laughs> of other stupid Christ. nonsense
0: that that's rough man and those 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 movies are all, and those are on th- a lot of these are on
1: tubi tubi has an amazing oh, selection of shit yeah. um last well, night i an watched an amazing
0: and Number well, not, an not amazing quality. selection. <laughs> not yeah, yeah.
1: Last night I watched Killer Christmas Elves on that as well. That yeah, was, was that? like an hour and twelve minutes. That felt like twelve hours and ten minutes. Oh my god! Um, it was. It wasn't bad. It knew. It was trying to be silly without being goofy silly. Um, it's about Killer Christmas Elves, but I think they kill a couple people, but they hurt a couple people. There's nothing. It's very silly and tongue in cheek. But all of the elves moving around are like um, shitty digital composite. Like you know, you would know better term than me. But like, there's people like swatting at a table, and there's nothing there for real. There's just these little digital elves that were puppeteered in a separate shot, separate plate, and then put together. It doesn't match up or look good or anything. But it's fun enough for what it is. And at one point at the end, all the elves are making a giant elf. So it's a man in in one of the elves. It's like a riff on um elf on a shelf. And the, the main one of the main characters cocks a shotgun and goes, it's time for the 12 gauge of Christmas. And I was like, all right, you get a point for that. That one, was it, though. There were no other real point. points.
0: Here's, here's a problem I have. And like, look, I do digital effects. I, I, I'm a VFX supervisor. Um, but digital practical effects are one of those ones like you can go the opposite direction in quality and still come out on top. You can do really cheesy practical effects. And there's still a quality of charm to it. You can't do that with digital effects. The shittier you go, like Birdemic, Birdemic didn't endear me to the quality of the film. Like, like there's there's only a certain level that that works. And it it, yeah, it starts yeah. to fall apart to me. Like, look, if that's all you got and the rest of your film is consistent, maybe it works. But like your movie's doing better than it should be. And then you have something that you like, well, we'll just do the shittiest digital effects possible. Maybe they won't notice like it falls apart. Like there's a fine line that you have to tread. Like your movie has to be as shitty as your, your movie has to be as shitty as your shittiest effect.
1: You know, I wonder, and I, we've said this before. I wonder if a newer, a younger generation of film audience would disagree with us because you and i have that sentimentality that nostalgia for practical effects we grew up whether it was christmas horror whatever we grew up with practical effects so when we see that we might already have a soft spot i wonder if the people who grew up with the phantom menace who grew up with revenge of the sith do they feel that way about digital or do they oh. or or maybe they don't have the nostalgia for the
0: physical. we remember a time when there was no digital right right like the shark would, in jaws t- in uh, in the, the, the Jaws 13 and Back to the Future was like, whoa, how'd they do that? Terminator right. 2 was like, what the fuck? Jurassic Park right. was like a religious experience. I saw dinosaurs. Like that, we had yeah, never yeah. seen that before. So, like, we came up in that advent, and kids nowadays are just like, whatever. Yeah,
1: do they have right. that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I would say, uh, to your point, though, I would say when you watch, and especially horror movies, right? When you watch horror movies where you see a physical effect, even if you're not in the industry you know that on set they set that up they did that i think it makes you think that they had more fun you know what i mean like on set that night they killed someone they ripped the guy in half yeah little do you know but like they ripped someone in half everyone got bloody you know that's cool it's cool to watch and i think that makes it more enjoyable that even a good like jurassic park terminator 2 those are digital effects that are like holy fuck. I think those the holy fucks are few and far between. There's probably tons of digital effects that are so good we don't even notice them, which means they're doing a good job. But there's not that holy fuck experience where you can get off into practical effects.
0: Here's here's something I've noticed, and this this is really annoying: is Americans, maybe movie general movie audiences in general, hate magicians. If they watch magic, they go, "Oh, I saw how they did it. What an asshole! That guy sucks." When I see a magician do a good job, even if I know how he did the trick, I'm like, wow, mm. he, he, he presented it well. He did a good job. It was fun. When people see CGI in a TV show or in a movie, if they recognize it as CGI, oh, it's CGI. I know how the trick's done. It sucks.
1: Yeah, it's yeah, like, you're right.
0: I w- nobody was trying to fool you. They were just trying to show you something that otherwise you wouldn't get. This movie with the shitty elves if they didn't do shitty composited elves, they wouldn't have elves in their movie or they would have had to do like something even crappier. Like you either, it's like, I don't know. And, and when when I see like I worked on The Walking Dead for a while and people would be like, oh, it's CGI. It sucks. And it's like, actually, it's some pretty damn good CGI. You just you just think it sucks because you, you pointed out that it's CGI. It's not a magic trick. It's a tool right. to present something. And some people well it takes me out. Oh, okay, well I'm sorry, but like there, there are yeah. Obviously we didn't nuke a neighborhood. Obviously we didn't go to this place and 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 turn it into a freezing tundra. Like there's 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 things that's like you can't escape needing these tools, and if you use them right, then they're effective. Did it tell the story? Then I think you get there's a lot of leeway, and and like I said, there's a, there's a, a level of quality you have to pass. But I don't think we're often trying to trick people. Oh, this is real. Well, obviously that guy's head didn't explode. You know, like, like yeah. And I think
1: to take that even one step forward. And I really, I've been thinking about this a lot because, and we've talked about this, the prevalence of movies now. Right, anybody can make a movie, and by movie I mean a feature length narrative. Right, you use your phone, you use your your device, you can edit it on your computer, and Amazon, Tubi, Shutter, somebody will stream it. And it could be a complete, utter piece of shit. And like you said about how there's so many streaming Christmas horror movies right now, I got so excited until I started watching and I was like, this is just someone who got a bunch of friends together, put a guy in a Santa costume or a snowman costume or a something costume, did terrible, whether it was digital or physical effects, and has a slightly narrative story that goes throughout and gets the characters from one point to another. That doesn't make a movie worth watching. And a lot of these movies I was watching and I was like, I'm wasting my time doing this. And I don't mean to shit on anyone's fun or dreams or anything, but you can't just say, okay, a couple goes to a house, they meet their family and they're stalked by a killer Santa. That's not enough to be a movie. Like to be, to be for that to be a movie, the kills better be fucking great. And they're not. The acting's not great. The writing is not great. The camera's not great. The sound is not great. Um, And it's just so easy to make a movie. And it really made me kind of think about, and that's the, there's a difference between like Christmas, bloody Christmas. And there's, I watched a movie called there's snow escape. There's a big difference between those two in presentation. A lot more went into Christmas, bloody Christmas. Now I understand that that was made for shutter. It was made by shutter. So that had more money in it, but then, then snow escape did. But there's, there's a, you know, when you make a movie, it's not just putting something on quote unquote celluloid for an hour and a half. That gets your characters from one point to another. That's not enough but, to make it an engaging movie, right? But
0: you can watch. We've watched a wa- lot. Without we've watched, I can't even speak right now. We Write have watched lots of really low budget things. I'm thinking like Deadly Spawn. That movie had no money. Was like shot in the dude's house, and it's a great movie. It did a good job because it's it it did the research and it did the homework. And you can tell a lot of these people are like, well, I have a phone. And I can turn it on and point it at things. Yeah. And I this I, scene
1: is an homage to Psycho. And you're like, I, yeah, but yeah. so so what? You killed someone in a shower with a knife. That doesn't. But people don't know how to tell so stories. That, right.
0: like, that's that's what separates the um, the the films from the from the shit that just goes straight to video. Like people don't know how to tell stories anymore because they're mm-hmm. just like well i know that people talk and i need this character to get here but they're they're literally just trying to get them to the shower so they can have the shower psycho recreation state they're not they're not figuring out why right. they go to the shower they're right. not figuring out why these are happening there's no story involved it's just like well point a point b point c like that's a map you're taking me on a road trip that's bored
1: right. like like where deer had a couple and the girl turns into the where deer and the guy doesn't want to kill her, even though everyone else is saying, we got to kill her because she's a dear. And he keeps being like, no, I, I want to save her. And I know that they were trying to make that his thing. And then an ex-girlfriend comes into the picture and she's trying to get with him and they end up together at the end of the movie. But like, I think, or they might've gotten killed. I honestly don't even fucking remember. But like, <laughs> if you, I'm sure if you would ask the filmmakers what his journey was, they would have said, well, he is torn because... She is a deer and everyone wants to kill her, but he believes he could save her. But the only way that was presented was by him saying, no, I don't want to kill her. I want to save her over and over again. Like, literally, they just argued about it and then someone would get killed. And then they'd argue about it and someone would get killed. There was no, you know, you, you can't just tell me shit, George Lucas and the Phantom Menace and, and Attack of the Clones. You can't just say they're in love. i will be like, oh, okay, I'll believe you, but I don't care. Like I, I'm not there anyway. We could we could wax poetic about well, that all day. Let's let's hear some more of yours. Would you do any?
0: Y- yeah. Um. L- let's talk about Christmas, bloody Christmas, because I think what we're talking about really okay. plays in. I uh, agree. Christmas, bloody Christmas. Uh, th- this one came out this year, and I think a- the last half hour of this movie is pretty fucking phenomenal. Like, agreed. Super solid. And this is a Joe Bagos, and look, Joe Bagos is a. He does a lot of really independent films, and all of them are pretty solid outings. I've never felt the need to like tell him what's wrong until now, because guess what, Joe Bagos? You made it. You did a good enough film that I can tell you what's wrong with it. Your previous films are like, look, we're just trying our hardest, and I'm not going to ever hold that against you. You are a solid director. You know how to tell a story. You know what's needed to make something exciting. You're putting all the elements together. But you need to make sure that every scene in your film has a purpose.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: So let, let's go into this one a little bit. So so Christmas Buddy Christmas is about an animatronic Santa Claus that was a military robot that has now been decommissioned and turned into mall Santas. And one night, this one mall Santa goes haywire and starts killing a bunch of people. Pretty straightforward. That's fine. Cool. You know, I'm great here premise. For that.
1: I think that's yeah. fine, because you know going into it, it's Terminator Santa, right?
0: Terminator Santa, um, kills are fantastic. I mean, mm-hmm. I I hold the the great fantastic kills. The first 45 minutes of this movie are the same scene in repetition. And yeah. again, you're gonna tell me, no, 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 it's character building. No, no, no. You already told me who those characters were in the first scene. We open in a record store and we have this, this, this woman who runs the record store and her employee, and they have a witty dialogue. It's witty enough. Fine. It's great. Goes on too long. Then they, 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 they introduce a couple of characters with more witty dialogue. Great. That's fine. They walk down the street together talking about Christmas song. More witty dialogue. It's fine. It's super witty, but we have already established that they're witty and fun and have sexual tension. Then they go to a bar. The whole time they're drinking and smoking weed which is like, oh, wow, you guys really drink a lot. Oh, man, you really fucking fucking cuss a lot. Then we get to the bar, and there's another scene of just fucking let's talk about fucking this and talk about bands that cut their hair off, fucking fuckity fuck. And you're like, wow, you it, like the entire bar scene can be removed. And they're going to say, no, 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 because we introduced the sheriff. Doesn't matter. There's another sheriff character that you don't introduce, and I didn't need it for him either. You don't need to introduce this character. And if you did, have him roll up in his car and be like, you kids, you doing okay? Whoa, blah, blah. And then have him roll off. There's no need to have an entire scene that takes this long where you're talking about the same shit and just building sexual tension that we don't need because we already got it. You are redoing the same scene over and over again. They go and visit friends at this goddamn toy store. That's a waste of time. And the only thing that that scene's for is to introduce the animatronic Santa. Great, spend time on the animatronic Santa, but instead they're like, oh yeah, there's that animatronic Santa. <gasps> Fucking him fuck fuck drinking fuck. Lick some ass. Like the reason is- he's
1: saying that, for those of you who haven't seen the movie, is no joke. Every third word is fuck. Um yeah. IMDB has it uh for the profanity, it says Four hundred and eighty-seven uses of profanity with an average
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: with an average of five point six per minute, and there are a lot of fucks. There's a lot of cum, they're, like like verbally, they're saying this shit, like oh, I'm gonna eat that ass, Blah, eating yes. ass, eating ass, and like it, like it's just nonstop. And but it's fine because you believe that those characters are talk that way, but. Your point is great that they just keep showing that, and it's fine. And you're right; it's well written. Those characters are well written, but no one needs that much dialogue from any one character in a horror movie without horror happening, happening. Yeah, at least intermittently.
0: And and like I said, the conversations are are clever enough. There's a whole thing about like bands that they go bad after they cut their hair. Fine, that's a clever scene. Not necessary. There's an entire thing about Christmas songs and like what's good and what's bad. Fine. Not necessary. Multiple scenes about movies, which are clever. One of my favorite ones, like if you want to watch a good Bob Clark Christmas classic, watch Black Christmas and not a Christmas story. Fine. Clever. There's a whole scene where she's trying to tell him that Pet Cemetery 2 is better. I would have been out of there. But also she's like Alien Covenant is better. And I was like, oh, bye.
1: Yeah. Bye. I thought the same thing. (laughs)
0: Like, okay. Tonight's been great. Thanks. But, like, there's just all these scenes of them having this, like, fairly witty dialogue that, after a time, just becomes exhausting. Because you're like, yeah.
1: (laughs) My notes for that just says, fucking, 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 jizz, come, flick your bean.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's basically a summary. how they
1: talk to each other. It's fine. We actually skipped over something. The movie started. I bought it or rented it on Amazon Prime. Um, It is in theaters right now, though. Um, It's not the start I was expecting. It starts as a commercial. And the commercial is showing kids opening shit for Christmas. And then they open up like alcohol bottles. Yeah. I thought it was really, it was really funny, but the like if I'd seen it in a, in a movie theater, I would have known. But the fact that I was watching it streaming, I was like, did Amazon just put a commercial in front of something that I bought? And I was like, oh no, this is a commercial in the world. And I thought that was a cute, a cute start. Um,
0: I, then, I, I like, love movies with fake commercials, but like, look, Cheddar Goblin did it really well. And you guys just keep trying to do Cheddar Goblin. So be careful.
1: It's, I mean, it's fine. And I was like, it certainly set the tone for what they were going for. I'm glad that they didn't lean too hard into the 80s. Hey, we're trying to be an 80s throwback because it wasn't. Yeah, sure, sure, and sure. It, it shouldn't have been. But so the whole, the whole point of this is these two people, the main two, two main characters, they have some friends in a toy store and they get invited there. And the idea is they're going to fuck in the toy store. And the main guy is like, no. And the main girl goes, why? Don't you want to fuck in a toy store? Which is something that you and I have taught. This is my notes, by the way. I'm not texting anybody. This is something you and I have talked about in um, uh, Chopping fuck, what mall. was shopping mall. mall, yeah, and a bunch of other stuff where people like have a weird party that turns into sex in some weird retail store. Elves, one of the best Christmas horror movies of all time happens where people just have a party in a department store all night they like stay in there and their boyfriends come over i don't know what the appeal is but she's like don't you want to fuck in his toy store and he goes no i feel bad for the kid who buys a teddy bear covered in cum and it's like <laughs> a little graphic and over the top but like yeah why like i like that he was like no i have no desire to fuck in a toy store why would you want to do
0: that um also that entire party scene in the toy store between four people four people does not make a party um uh it's a good time. <laughs> people what you good break
1: what you break the teddy bears out though
0: yeah uh but there's no close-ups I can't tell you what any of the other people in this movie look like because there's zero close-ups of that's that.
1: true that's true <laughs> Jonah Jonah the new mystery science theater guy is one of the guys in the toy store really um yep yeah you didn't wreck I well I've actually been watching that show a lot recently so the second he was on screen I was like no is that hit it was absolutely him He plays this guy who him and his girlfriend are at the toy store when the two main characters walk in. They walk in past Abraham Ben Ruby, who's playing the robotic Santa, and there's some ominous shots of him. Then they introduce the two new characters in the toy store. They're like, oh, we're going to drink and fuck. And they're like, "Okay, we're going to keep walking. The main characters leave. Jonah from Mystery Science Theater, uh, the, the new one, the Netflix one. And this girl who we don't really, you're right. We never, I never thought of it. We never see a close up, so we don't know who she is. They immediately strip down to her thong and she goes, I want you to eat my ass out on this throne. And he goes, Ooh, uh, give me that. Papa's hungry. I'm going to eat that ass. When he's doing that,
0: <laughs> we're getting on the naughty list just by
1: how vulgar our fucking. <laughs> when he does that, the robot Santa kind of comes unhinged and starts walking. And as he starts walking, He's like walking around. He picks up an axe and peripherally we see him eating her ass. And I wrote, (laughs) (laughs) I wrote, I love that he's eating her ass so hard. They don't hear a giant robot clomping around because in that scene, it's mostly the robot's POV. And every step you hear. and i'm like man they're really into that ass play because they can't even hear an abraham ben ruby sized robot (laughs) and then i have i have i get it i get it i get it you like metal music and movies
0: (laughs) yeah oh my god yeah right yeah all these scenes they think so so then it turns into like god you you think you're way cleverer than you are Cut out half these scenes, get to the kills earlier, have Santa kill at least three more people in this time frame and you're going to be fine. At
1: least chop it up, at least dialogue, kill, dialogue, kill. And and
0: again, I'm not opposed to any of the dialogue. It was fine. It's just when you do it scene by scene by scene by scene, I'm exhausted by the time. And you're right. Like the
1: action structurally, it is not progressing the movie any, any forward. I know nothing
0: difference. new about them that I didn't know before. And they're going to tell me, oh, but you know their favorite movies and you know their favorite music. And they and no, I, none of it's necessary. No, you Here's, definitely don't need that. Because wh- when you're building a character, what you're building is a flash card so that the next time they're on screen, you're like, you don't need to tell me who that person is again. I know who they right. are. I know, I know he's wh- the
1: doper. Yeah. I know he's not yeah. paying attention. I know he is afraid of this. Like that. Yeah. You just boom, boom. And then there's the stats.
0: The scenes need to build a flashcard. So the next time they're on scene, you don't need to tell them, tell us who that is again. That's literally what character building is supposed to achieve. And by telling me new pieces of it, you just need to pick and choose when it's important to reaffirm that flashcard or change that flashcard with a twist or with conflict. That's storytelling. And this is literally like, well, I need to fill 45 minutes of a movie before Santa can start killing because that's all I got. Because li- so, literally, it's like, it's, it's, yeah. I have dialogue and I have Santa murder. And when the Santa murder happens, it's a roller coaster, man. I am so, once in. that starts, yeah. and, and that's yeah.
1: so. Like you're saying there's a Wait, lot of talking.
0: I can tell you how to watch this movie. If I were like 16 and bought it on VHS, I would have popped it in, hit fast forward and watched it on the screen <laughs> until I got to the Kunalenga scene where I was like, "Whoa, what's happening yeah, here?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can watch from then on out because there's this like raucous oral scene to metal music. Hey, the music in this movie is rad raucous oral scene, and Santa starts murdering people, and from that on, you can just, yeah, you can watch that movie. The main
1: characters get back to her place, yeah, and he's before said something about his skill at cunnilingus. (laughs) Um, Yeah, yeah. And he, they get there, and they finally, after all the sexual tension, she strips down to her underwear and reveals a thong. Now, she's the second girl in the movie to start having sex in a thong, and I wrote thong butt! It's the new boob shot. Because you do know, like <laughs> in a normal horror movie, you would see boobs in both of those places. You never see any nudity in this movie, but you do see two thong butts. So they start getting into it and finally It's like side butt permanently. You oh oh well the uh before I guess before we get there, Santa Santa Robot, um Walks up behind Jonah, Jonah, who's go eating this girl's ass, and there's a good <laughs> peel. PO- <laughs> but I'm, I say that I remind you it's of that not on their flash flashcard. It, it's not great. No, he's it's just good. he's behind her because it's a POV shot of the Santa Claus coming up behind him with an axe, and he swings the axe down, and there's a quick cut in there, and suddenly his body is in half. They do a lot of that kind of um, quick cuts to make you think you're seeing the action, and it worked great. Then he smashes her head into something and throws her on the ground and steps on her and she's dead. Um, then the couple, the main couple, go back and they start to have cunnilingus and almost sex. And the Santa Claus for some reason follows them and follows them to the neighbor. Na- well, goes to the neighbor's house. It hits the the neighbor guy in the back with an axe. Right.
0: I think that's the director. I want to say that's the
1: director. Is the guy? I think it. the director is the guy whose car got crashed in a oh, couple minutes. Okay. Okay. According Maybe. according to my research. Uh, But he chops this guy in the back. The guy falls down. He then throws the guy's body and we'll get we'll get to my body things in a second. But he throws the guy's body. Then he goes after the mom and the mom runs into the bathroom, closes the bathroom, opens the drawer. And what does she pull out, Rumi? Do you remember?
0: Was it a hair dryer or a a giant
1: pair of shears?
0: Yeah, 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 yeah,
1: yeah. But I mean, like almost cartoony, like almost like the mayor gave her the. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> I, was like,
1: the mall, I wrote why does she have giant shears in the
0: bathroom so I have scissors in the bathroom i mean not cartoonishly. like i'm not those were tr- giant, but these are yeah. like shear like that trim I, the bushes yeah these are for yeah like, yeah out. that's what they look like
1: <laughs> uh but like okay fine so he chops through the door with the axe and he yeah, axes those are her. fabric
0: shears for sure those are for yes for, that is
1: what they look like you're yeah, right those are you're right. fabric shears yeah um They're giant. He doesn't do her any good. He hits her in the face with an axe, and you see a great dummy head get squished by the axe and ripped up in blood. The
0: kills in this are great. I I will not take anything away from these kills.
1: Where where does the robot go after he kills that woman?
0: He goes goes out on the balcony and sees a little kid down below.
1: There's an indoor balcony. The little kid's like, Santa? Santa Claus comes down and stands in front of the kid, and the kid goes, why are you so bloody? (laughs) And I thought to myself, so bloody? Like, was there an amount of blood that you wouldn't have asked? Like, you're like, oh, I would have said, why are you bloody? Not why? Like, I, and I honestly like that almost made me pause the movie to contemplate because I was like, why are you so bloody? Why are you, How about, why are you having any blood on you? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or
0: is that blood? Like, there's many other questions I would ask before the amount of blood was the thing that came into question. Hey, is that blood on you? Why do you have blood on you? Yeah. Not, 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 he, it's not
1: quantity-based.
0: Yeah, he knew it was blood. Why wouldn't he be like, Santa, is that cherry milkshake all over you? Like, like there's any number of other items I would be before. I was like, or is that blood? And he's like, Santa, did you get me anything? Cool, you did. And the kid's like opening presents, and Santa comes up behind him. And from the other house where we cut back to our lebas, they see this fucking kid get axed.
1: Fucking yeah, great. so you it, and it's like it, you don't see him, but in my notes I wrote, yay, kid kill.
0: Yeah, I got because
1: that too, yeah. You know how much we love when children get murdered? Fake children get fake murdered here on the Launchpad podcast.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. I if mean, your movie has the balls to kill a kid, you're you're doing something. You
1: automatically go up a, a small grade. So he gets killed. We see it through the window. We don't really see what happens to him, but we see an axe <laughs> swing, and then we see blood hit the window.
0: <laughs> and she's like, oh, my God, fuck, fuck, fuck. Bah! I find my phone. And he's like, okay, it's upstairs. He runs upstairs and just trashes her room.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even notice that.
0: <laughs> he just trashes her room. It is like a fucking The Room Meets Citizen, Citizen Kane. Kane. <laughs> room trash freak out. He's just trashing her room. I'm like, that's... I mean, when I'm super pissed, that's how I find things. But that's not normally how I find things. She's like, I got to go wake up my sister and her stupid husband. So she's trying to wake them up. But like, he trashes her room i wouldn't be like hey are you finding my phone or wrecking everything
1: (laughs) (laughs) i appreciate your gusto but i still have to live here
0: yeah like if we survive tonight i don't want to have to clean up my room too (laughs) 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 i already have to do a load of sheets
1: (laughs) (laughs) so now it's the main character's and and talk about all the character fucking development and introduction we've done. They run in and wake up her sister and brother-in-law, who we don't even fucking know. Yeah. But they get dragged into the room and the Santa robot is essentially like walking around the house stalking them. And the brother-in-law is like a big chubby guy who keeps walking in and being like, what? Why are we all being quiet? And they're like, quiet. And he's like, fine. I'll be quiet. Whatever. Fine. The main character guy at one point is hiding under the window and we see Santa Claus walk behind him. And the main character guy covers his mouth so as not to make a sound. And I thought to myself, is that really a thing? Like we see it in horror movies a lot when people will cover their mouths because they're so scared. Have you ever had to physically refrain yourself from making a sound? You're shaking your head. Yes.
0: Yes. During a really heated hide and seek when I was a kid, you'd have to do that if you were running to get to your spot and you were were like slightly out of breath. You're like, (gasps) and so you cover your mouth so you don't. So, so you don't hear the panting. You cover your mouth to slow your breathing.
1: Are you breathing behind? Like, are your lips not enough to cover your mouth? But if you're, if you're, do breathing, you lack the lip fortitude?
0: If you're breathing really hard, I mean, like five-year-old me. Yeah. I was a total little mouth breather. Just oh. ah, 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 panting like a dog. Cause I've been, I, I ran from, from the downstairs upstairs into a closet to hide, to like, you know, change hiding spots, trying not to get caught. You know, I don't, I was a serious thing serious game man we were preparing for evil santas
1: so do you think if me and you were in our room in our house and evil santa was coming and i was like roomie be quiet and you ran upstairs and trashed my room real hard looking for my phone and then came back downstairs you'd have to hold your mouth closed
0: i don't know if i would do it now but i'm saying i understand the need to do so it also redirects the sound you know so it's not just going outwards it's going like downwards
1: oh so you you're cupping your hand over your mouth you're not I just assumed it was flat smushed against. Yeah.
0: I mean, it is quieter. It It is a, it is a good muffle.
1: All right. Here's what I want you to do. Sprint to your front door and sprint back and then cover your mouth. <laughs> well, this guy does it. And I don't think I've ever seen a man do it in a movie. I'm not going to get into gender roles or, or stereotypes or anything, but I don't think I've ever seen a man <laughs> do it in a movie. I'll just say that there.
0: His mustache um, says it all, dude. You don't have to say anything. No, I'm just kidding. I like
1: the, the, um, the Santa Claus breaks in. <laughs> The Santa Claus breaks in. He snaps the sister's neck. Right. Yep. How does he kill the the brother-in-law? Just an axe.
0: Yeah. Doesn't he just throw an axe at him? Uh, I don't remember.
1: I don't. I I remember the don't. brother getting killed. The girl gets killed. I don't killed remember with him a, getting killed at all. Uh, yeah. She gets. She gets her neck twisted. Uh, um, main main characters run outside. Yeah. Jump, cop, jump into cop, the car.
0: Jump into the car. They're driving around. Start backing away, you know? and they yeah.
1: crash into a neighbor's car. And they they crash into a car. Now, right away, I'm like, okay, you crashed into a car. You had a budget. You had some production there because it's not a cheat. You watch two cars hit each other. And the neighbor comes out is like, you crashed into my fucking car. And they're in the car screaming, there's a killer Santa. be Watch, watch, watch. Killer uh, Killer Santa comes up and fucking axes that guy, right? It's a good kill, yeah. It's a good kill. And then smashes his body through through the window. That's pretty good, too. They jump, hit the gas, uh, back up further, and then crashed that car into a tree. So then I wrote, "They fucked up a lot of cars." <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, they're just getting started. They're gonna. Oh fuck yeah, up yeah. Stuff. There's
1: more. There's more notes about that. So,
0: so so then he drags the boyfriend out the the hole in the front window. Well, not the boy, you know,
1: I guess the, employee, the main character guy, our main
0: character guy, drag him out and he axes him in the head. And I didn't see it coming. I actually was like, no, oh.
1: no, you thought he'd survive because he's the main.
0: We had a couple of close calls, but then I was like immediately disappointed because earlier in the film, there was a line by the, the mystery science theater guy, our ass eating mystery science theater guy. He says they're fucking tonight. And she's like, no way. I'm pretty sure that's illegal because their employees kind of is. Uh, that she's like, no way. And he goes, I guarantee you, unless he gets his dick chopped off, they're fucking tonight. Yeah.
1: I thought, and I, I was thought like, that was a nut you just, too.
0: You just missed an entire opportunity to chop a dude's dick off or at yep. least take an ax to the crotch. And you went for his head. That's fine. But it was it, a good
1: head chop too. Really they're doing a lot of like, they'll show the shot of the Santa swing the ax and then they'll cut to where the impact happens. So they cut to the ax already in this dummy's so, head, it's but it so still effective. moves and it's a good, it's a very effective Sequence. It's a very good way to show that action. It's
0: super effective. And, like, look, I always, you know, I work on a lot of stuff where they're like, we want to see it in one shot. And it's like, honestly, it's not as effective. You want to know why it works on the cut because it's been working for years. When you show it in one shot, it always says something's fake. When you show it just like hit somebody, very rarely, very rarely, unless you have a really good puppet, unless you have some really good. Uh, pieces to it it just it doesn't land as well as this like match on action cut like it, yeah, it, it's, it's so they, effective
1: they did it good and it's 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 something that i would do in low budget movies when i couldn't do a really nice prosthet- prosthetic or like you said a gorgeous dummy head or whatever you you fake the action you fake you fake the impact and yep. you hide that you cheat it but they, if you do it right it doesn't feel or look like a cheat and they did it right they made it look really really good
0: the reason it doesn't work in, in the wide in like a in like a, a, a one shot is because the impact never feels right, because human beings mm. don't really know what it looks like to get hit with an axe, a human being being hit with an axe. So it always feels kind of weird, like even if you time it right, even if you have them like get whacked with a rubber thing, like the impact of being hit with like six pounds of steel is never going to look quite as real unless you actually hit something. Just it's
1: saying. the same. It's the same with eating ass. <laughs> and if you get hit with an axe while eating ass, there's only one human who's ever known what that was. <laughs> <laughs> and he, Rest, can RIP. RIP, he can be Jonah. seen. on
0: Jonah. <laughs> Mystery Science Theater three thousand on Netflix.
1: Um. So then a cop. The she's called. She calls the cop or the 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 neighbor who they crashed in their car calls the cops. The cops show. A cop shows up. And he's yelling at her, get out of the car, get out of the car, you're okay, come here. And he shoots the robot a couple times and the robot falls over. And I kind of realized they don't know that that's a robot, theoretically. We know it's a robot. Knows, yeah, and she knows She it's could. Better. Yeah. But she's, I think she said dressed as a Santa costume.
0: Yeah. Well, but she's the like, robot, she's like, go to, you got to go back to the toy store. If that robot's missing, this is the robot that and it's like, wow, you really pieced it all together, didn't you, Sherlock? <laughs>
1: The cop shoots the robot a couple times. The robot, um, he shoots it with a gun, with a pistol, and with a shotgun, right? Shotgun, yeah. And then he, I don't know exactly how the shotgun kind of backfires or pops up or something. And the robot, how does the robot kill a cop, do you know? He forces it,
0: doesn't he force it under his chin and blow his brains out, yeah.
1: That's later, that's oh, at the ambulance. Okay. He shoots him, yeah, he shoots him. It's great. She jumps in his cop car and gets away, but she's literally head to toe, covered cherry, in blood. Covered yeah. in blood. In a Some other cop down... Yeah, yeah they Some stop others-
0: her. They're dicks. I'm going to jump ahead a little bit because because just for time. um, Where they just fucking... They're dicks. They're jerks about it. And they're like, we don't believe you. You're in deep shit. And they take her to the police station where suddenly they're like, okay, we believe you now. And... The
1: sheriff believes her. The, the main cop. The cops didn't believe her, but the sheriff.
0: Sure. Anyway, uh, then it turns to like assault on PC-13 with a yeah. fucking robot Santa Claus and he will not die. He crashes an ambulance. Into cop cars, he. There's big explosions. This is where this movie turns into like a pretty triple A feature. It's the final scene from the original Terminator, but with a robot Santa. And it's, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty fucking great. It might go it's on a great. little it's too really long. Really but it's, good. It's solid.
1: It's really well the done. The only problem is anytime there's grappling or action, it's way too much shaky cam. So when you see car stunts like this, ambulance comes down the street and smashes through a couple cars and explodes. Awesome. But once Santa Claus robot is fighting with a guy or two, there's like a grappling thing and they're wrestling for the gun. It's just way too much shaky cam to know exactly what's going on. But like balloon bop, you get, it's, it's OK, I'm fine. It's a small Dude, complaint.
0: At one point, he gets caught in an explosion and his uh, face gets kind of tore up. And the eyes start turning into laser pointers and they're just like, and I was like, this is fucking cool. That's a,
1: that's when I got, because he at the the police station is fun and she hides under a desk after all the cops are dead. She hides under a desk and he's coming in and flipping There's a thousand desks in this police precinct and he's flipping over the desk. He's fucking up every desk and he gets to hers last and then they, she grapples, she gets away with, she gets away and then she pins him under a car she rolls a car onto his arm and blows up the car and you're like oh wow that's pretty good but there's still movie left he rips his arm off and then has like his endoskeleton sticking out with laser green laser pointer eyes and some beep boop beep, beep wires and shit he chases her into the um record store and they have a fight there awesome and uh fucked up a lot of cars uh it was cool the endoskeleton looks cool like it could be worse you could see what they did you know what it is but it's like you said i appreciate that it's physical and practical it was there
0: class of 1999
1: yeah absolutely i thought the same thing and Uh, it clearly is is like a a lot of compliment yeah i agree and it's clearly a lot of homage to terminator it's a very end of terminator scene there's a, she picks up like a Skeletor sword. It looks like the straight a up from Skeletor <laughs> universe. Yeah. Stabs him through. And I was like, wow, that's cool. deaths, but why wouldn't it have been a check-off sword? You could have yeah. mentioned that sword in the first scene. It would have been such a cool thing to have it brought back. And it would have fit in with all the bullshit that they were talking, the movies and the nostalgia. There you are could so have had that be a piece many things in
0: here that you needed to check off. Like, don't smoke in here. the 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 fire extinguishers are really, really touchy. Like right. just stuff like that. Like at one point, the pl- it's raining inside. The dudes, the the robot's on fire. She has her fingers chopped off. Like it is, it is a brutal fight, and it just keeps going and going and going. And I like I appreciate the sword looks like it kills him.
1: The sword doesn't kill him. She sets. She finds a lighter on the counter. So like you could have placed that there in an earlier scene and made it a thing, but they didn't. But she sets off the sprinklers. The sprinklers are getting him, and he gets all zit. But that still doesn't kill him, right?
0: Yeah. Um, then yeah, she she pulls electrical wires off the wall and, and electrocutes him that way. What's I? How does it. How does it end?
1: Yeah, like, what's, I was just gonna say, how does she actually kill him? You'll have to watch the the, the show to find out, kids. Um, she does eventually kill him.
0: Yeah. Yeah, he eventually stops and then she heads outside and like lies on the ground starts screaming until she starts laughing which is, you know, Texas Chainsaw no Massacre.
1: Hate, I hate that ending though. I mean, I guess it's I know it's an homage to stuff, but I was like, uh, ah. but it was overall it, that last that last half hour, 45 minutes is what you paid for. I would say overall, I it would it delivered on what it was. I was I won't say I was surprised by any of it. It was a little slow and monotonous at the beginning, but yeah. it was a fun ride, and I watched it by myself. I think if we were watching it together or if you watched it with people, especially if you haven't seen it yet and you're looking for a fun movie to go see in the theaters, no, this I bet one, you it's fun to see in theaters.
0: This one's fun as shit, and I think it's I think it's worth it. Uh, again, I, I, I bet there's a couple listeners being like, this sounds like a really vulgar movie. And it's like, in language, yes, it's not that graphic at all. So it's... um but like the violence is graphic the kills are graphic and they deliver and i think i think at the end of the day this is pretty solid i here's what i will say your characters are miserable so they're not as fun to watch as you think they are
1: sure i think that's a good if, and i think a lot of movies miss that and don't think of that
0: if you were having more fun up front and maybe had a few more kills this would this would be like one that i'd be like man i'd be down to watch this every christmas but instead it's like i've seen it and if somebody's like I need a good killer Santa Claus movie that isn't um, uh, uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, I'd be like, yeah, this is a good one. This is a really fun one to check out. And again, as far as like independent cinema inspiration goes, if, like if you're a fledgling filmmaker, um, <laughs> I was about to make a dirty joke there. Uh, if, if you are a, a, a green filmmaker and you want to watch a movie to learn how you make movies, this is a really good one to watch because it mm. definitely shows you like, here's what you need. You know, these are the elements that make make a good independent film. And I think it's solid and a good soundtrack too. you know, Earthless. Hell yeah.
1: And this is it. it, They talk too long, but otherwise they hired good actors. Most of those people I don't know, but they did a good job. They filmed it. Well, you're right. There was some spots where there should have been close ups to introduce people. But I knew the geography of everything. It made sense where we were traveling from and to. If you think about it, there was no overarching thing like my final girl. She didn't accomplish aside from killing the robot, she didn't accomplish something. Her character didn't have an arc. Yeah. She didn't fix something or grow. But you don't need that for this type of movie if you deliver with robot carnage. Yeah. And it did, right? And you could even take <clears throat> take some of the, the budget away. Don't do the car crashes. Don't do the explosions. You could minimize this movie in this budget and still have it work.
0: A hundred percent. And again, if like I don't mind needless witty dialogue. I mean, I fucking Love me some Quentin Tarantino for that same reason. But sure. Like, if you're gonna have needless witty dialogue, make sure that the scene gets you somewhere.
1: Sure. You know? And that's I think that's the important structural thing, filmmaking thing yeah. that this movie missed. But otherwise, it was good. And like my my thing is always, would I buy it? I'll buy this on DVD if it has any interesting extras, outtakes, behind the scenes, commentary. If it's just a straight port to DVD with nothing on it, I won't I won't buy it. But I would buy this. I don't think this is a watch every year. This is not black Christmas. This is not Santa Slay, but this oh, is a good time and it's worth, yeah, it's see, worth having in the collection.
0: Santa Slay is having fun. I mean, there's a lot of needless bullshit in that movie, but it has so much fun doing it. Um. So yeah, let's, let's talk about the other needless piece of shit. You made me watch.
1: <laughs> oh fuck. I forgot about that one.
0: Uh Yeah. Let's talk about, let's, we don't have to seem by seeing this, but let's talk no, no, about, no, just talk about, let's the talk about killing tree. Now, Okay. Rumi, can I set up a scene? This is mit- like probably 10 minutes into the movie, but ca- can I set up a scene from this movie?
1: Yes, but only say fucking 100 times, like in yeah. Christmas, bloody Christmas. But Christmas, fucking Christmas.
0: <laughs> you, imagine this, Rumi. <laughs> Christmas, fucking bloody, fucking Christmas. Rumi, you are dressed in a sexy Santa costume, right? And you're sad, right. Rumi. Be sad. Mm. Be sad. All right. I am dressed in an ill-fitting gold dress with shoes that should not be paired with this dress.
1: I'll say right movie- now: two things. I would watch that movie, and I'm <laughs> concerned that, and I'm concerned that you know what shoes would and would not go with that dress.
0: No, because I watched Killing True with my wife, and she could. Oh. Like, <laughs> all right, let me let me bring this up. This is isn't this it is,
1: funny how you watch movies with your wife sometimes, and you're watching two different movies. The stuff that you notice.
0: All right. Like when they
1: both remember they both noticed Mark Hamill's hair in in Empire Strikes Back?
0: (laughs) So Kate was like, What is up with those fucking boots? And I was like, What's wrong with the boots? She's like, they don't match the dress. Who would wear those boots? And I'm like, oh, because those are the boots she wore to set. Nobody picked those boots out for her. Somebody picked that dress out for her. It was like, This is what you're wearing in this movie. And she's like, Okay. Nobody picked those boots over. That's what she wore. So these are like boots that go with jeans, apparently, and not with it. like. She's like, well, "What? Well, what shoes should she wear?" And she's like, "Heels or straps or sandals." Like this is like that's a that's like a cocktail dress, and you don't wear like suede boots with those, especially like low. Like she like it was just the, the boots star. were the focus. Yeah. One star. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, I'm wearing a ill fitted gold dress. You yeah, yeah. I'm, are, st- I'm sad. Be sad. You're sad. And you're sad because your parents are dead. And I say, yeah. Hey, what's wrong? What's wrong, Rumi? You're sad.
1: My parents are dead.
0: Oh, that's cool. Hold on. Let me text this guy who I'm being paid to fuck. <laughs> boop, 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 boop. Hey, I know you're sad about your parents being dead, but hey, if you ever want to get paid to fuck, just come talk to me, okay? Is this an appropriate time to bring up um not sex in America,
1: work? but this movie is not American.
0: <laughs> and then after I tell her how awesome it is to get paid to fuck, I go hey you look sad what's wrong you just told me 10 minutes ago before you brought up getting paid to fuck like what like this movie did this time and time again where people would be like the sky is blue blah 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 the sea is green and then somebody would go hey what color's the sky and it's like we've, we've already established this you you're literally going in a circle Dude, that's
1: seriously my marriage we had a fight about that exact shit last night she was like <laughs> she was like what's the matter why are you sad? I was like, my parents are dead. We just fucking <laughs> talked about that. Stop texting that guy.
0: <laughs> this, this is the weirdest movie. Um, I, I don't know what the opposite of acting school is. What is it when like, instead of learning how to emote emotion, you learn how to just suck it out of a scene. Robot like,
1: school. <laughs> yeah. A, a Ben, A Ben Ruby went to that there, one. There, <laughs>
0: um, there are so many robots in this movie. There are literally scenes with women who are there like, hi, we're a lesbian couple but we have like what is the opposite of chemistry um <laughs> gym class like we have we have a we have a gym class relationship where it's like uh, uh, like they do they obviously not attracted to each other probably not lesbians but like at least pretend to like each other like nothing about it seems good then the lesbian couple disa- like one of them disappears for 25 minutes and she comes back just to die and they go where were you and just like i was on the toilet and you're like <laughs> Why
1: this is this, movie, see, this, movie? this movie was shot really well but it I, I like it looked way better than it had any right to I think the face? Whole movie, no I think the whole thing well you watch where Deer and Snow Escape and you tell me this movie was fucking Citizen Kane comparatively Yes. Visually, yes yes it this, shot nicer this at least but, had
0: more lights than uh, Christmas buddy Christmas did which I feel was like oh Christmas Buddy Christmas was shot on film by the way. And, like, oh. I think it was shot lit with Christmas lights. It didn't seem like they used any real, like, production lights <laughs> in the fucking
1: movie. The Killing Tree was one of those movies where it's like, oh, okay, it's this woman and she's getting chased by a killer tree and her friends get killed by trees. And you're like, okay, but what what else happens? And they're like, nothing. They run around the house a little bit and there's some scenes of them talking bef- before and after. And you're like, that's not enough. Um, This movie the, it, this movie jumps back and forth in time for a, a bit, but it's about these Christmas killers, uh, this like weird, uh, almost Dio looking motherfucker who's with this older lady that they're together and they're killing people to bring about the real meaning of Christmas. He gets electrocuted in an electric chair because he gets caught. She Which, holds a, none of
0: this is seen. None of right, this, is shown. this is
1: all yeah. just told through flashbacks and and um, title n- sequence.
0: horrible exposition.
1: Yeah. She brings him back in a seance and in the seance, there's a Christmas tree in the middle of a thing. And they play it straight, which I give them credit for because I think it works. His soul comes back into the Christmas tree. And she seems confused and was like, I didn't realize I was bringing you back into this. I thought this was just like the first part. He's a fucking Christmas tree. And he literally is like walking around as a Christmas tree. And they're playing it straight. And I like it is not actually scary. It is not the ginger dead man where you're like, The whole thing is so fucking absurd it works enough that you're like okay you're a killer christmas tree go ahead and he's like walking around killing people as a christmas tree i'm Um, on board at this point at this point i'm on board
0: there are a lot of things i'm on board for in this movie that i'm like okay you get a little credit for this but at the end of the day like again not fun enough for me to keep wanting to ever watch it again or recommend to watch it Unless we had enough people who are like, yeah, I want to, I want to see what you're talking about, because um, it, is, yeah, there are lots of scenes where a Christmas tree is like literally ripping people in half, which I like. Um, one of the funniest things, but that's the pro column. Yeah, <laughs> what, what, <laughs> ripping people in half, pro. Um, the movie seems to be completely run off of lav mics. Like all the sound is from a, a mic that's clipped to the body. Terrible. So, so most of the movie, all you hear is. <laughs> <laughs> <Just> <laughs> their clothes rubbing together which is like oh my god there's also a joke that takes a long setup that i was like what is happening here and then it finally happened and kate's like oh did you get that joke i was like i did and she's like good thing one of us is cultured in this house
1: <laughs> what was it so can you can you tell a joke without setting it up for 45 minutes
0: Uh, Probably not because so one of the friends who's not in the movie for 25 minutes, who's not happening, who doesn't happen to be on the toilet, comes down dressed as a Christmas popper, which is a bizarre costume like she has like she has like this like head to toe wrapped paper look
1: on oh her. yeah 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 she
0: looks like what a christmas popper is which is oh it's i like thought a, she
1: was a present
0: it's well it's a package that when you pull it there's no, a i know i know what a popper key. is
1: but i didn't yeah. realize that's what she was going she's for. she's a
0: christmas popper and they set that up where she's like i think it's a fun christmas costume she looks absolutely stupid every time she talks i can't take her seriously <laughs> at one point she's trying to play tennis i'm like this is bullshit and then she gets picked up by the tree and pulled in half like a popper and yeah, I was, that like, was pretty cool. wow, you really had to set that up a long time for that to
1: happen. I, I, I'll buy it for that. Um, at least it paid off.
0: I was they, just like, I just thought this movie was that dumb. And then I was like, oh, that's actually.
1: There's also a scene where the tree turns like almost King Kong size for some yep. real unexplained reason. And I thought it was getting bigger as it killed and eight people or whatever. But it then is like regular size later. But it's like pfft, you know, punching through cars and shit like that. Whatever. If they sell me that DVD for 10 or 15 bucks, I'm going to buy it just because it's a killer Christmas tree. It's a killer it's Christmas tree. It's not very good. It's, and it needs more good stuff and less bullshit stuff.
0: I will give it uniqueness, though. Like, Yeah, hats, I agree. Hats off for being unique. At least I don't see that many killer Christmas tree movies. And like, and some the tree of the could look worse. Like, yeah. Yeah. And the CGI sucks. But again, I've seen worse. We have it worked. seen worse. It, it was.
1: It was, I won't say believable, but it was in an acceptable range for here's, that movie. Here's
0: one of my favorite notes. At one point, they convinced the sad girl to come downstairs to her party. And she goes, oh, well, before that, she goes, after this, you can sell the house. You can go to uni. Go to uni. How old are these women? Yeah, I know. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Wait. What? They go downstairs and this old couple's like, hey, we got to leave. And she's like, word for word, thank you for coming. Of course we came. You're like a daughter to us. We're glad we came. And her sex worker friend's like, all this talk about coming. Stop.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I also was like, how long was those bitches upstairs complaining slash sexting that the party has already started and these people who are like her parents are leaving? I know. Right?
0: Right? Right? And they weren't the ones to come upstairs and be like, hey, you doing okay on this horrible Christmas Eve? Um yeah,
1: there's The only other thing I want to say about this is the ADR for the Christmas tree, it's almost like they're like, All right, when you when you strangle this girl, like he, he strangles a, he essentially hangs a girl with tinsel and stuff. And he does it and he's like, Ah, oh, how do you like that now? And then the camera pulls back and he's like, You like that? How do you like that now? Ah, that's what you get. How do you like that now? It's just like, it's the same couple of phrases, almost like they just use alternate takes to fill time. And it literally is like the same thing. And he literally is like, ah, oh, let me open this map. And you're like, who verbalizes? Let me open this map. Oh, I'm walking through the snow. Oh, oh I'm God. doing this. That's it's, like, uh, I'm still, I'm, I'm happy with it. I, it was stupid. I think it would be more fun with more people.
0: Um, It's always sad when a movie's on IMDb and doesn't have any trivia under it. That's sad. Yeah. Um, We have, uh, we had subtitles on because I can't hear shit anymore. Um, And there are several moments where the movie just says inaudible, inaudible. So the movie didn't even (laughs) know what the fuck they were saying, which I love. Uh, there's a scene where this like girl and this guy are like making out by a pool in their underwear, and there's like a close-up of like Christmas lights like wrapping around their legs because the Christmas tree is about to kill them, and they have goosebumps, and it's like they are so fucking. I cold. saw
1: that, they, and they were they like so they were
0: goosebumps. Cold. Yeah, they are so cold. Oh man, I feel bad for them. Um, there's a really weird scene. Hey, let's play blindfolded tennis just so we can like set That's up a this Christmas tree. Oh, that is oh, okay.
1: Good. No, I have no idea. I'm assuming, Hey, if you're an, Hey, if you're one of our listeners in the UK, do you play blindfold tennis on Christmas? Is that a thing?
0: Um, as I mentioned, the friend in the gold dress is, she keeps saying what, like that she's a sex worker has nothing to do with the movie. Doesn't inform her character in any way at any point in the movie. She doesn't use it as a talent. She doesn't need to use it as a plot device it doesn't need to be in the movie other than like, Hey, we're pro sex worker, which is like, that's fine. Yeah. <laughs> but like, if that's the plot of your movie, like make it a plot point. That's not a plot point. That's like, again, when I tell you that a flash card tells you everything about them, it usually has to come into play later. Like, Hey, I You're
1: like her favorite color is purple. Oh, cool.
0: Yeah. Okay. Like, again, that doesn't do anything for the character and it doesn't cause conflict. Like <sighs> the guy that she's trying to hook up with doesn't show up later. Like, to get like it doesn't drive anything. So, why? Why? Um, at the end, other Christmas trees show, like one Christmas tree shows up and it's like white and glowing. It's like, I'm your mother and father. Oh, right that's here, right. But we couldn't afford your father's voice. So, I'm just your mother. <laughs> and it was a Christmas tree fight. And Kate goes, Christmas tree fight. Okay. I'll give it to him. <laughs> I was like, All right. Christmas tree fight. What a weird ending. And then the end's like, it was just a dream. None of that happened. And your friends are alive. And I was like, oh, good.
1: But in a weird way where you're like, I, I rewound it to be like, wait, did I did I doze? Did I fall asleep on this? Yeah. I rewound it a bit to make sure. But yeah, no, I, I like this movie. It's not good. I'm not saying it's good. I'm saying I liked it.
0: I, I'm saying it's if you can get enough people together and you're like, guys, there's a movie not good but it has a killer christmas tree in it and enough people are like black i'm drunk let's watch that shit and you're like pop it in i think you'll have a good time
1: all right for sure. i got uh, another quick one hit me with a quick one did you watch chris uh did you watch nutcracker massacre
0: i watched the trailer and said no nah, thanks i'm good
1: it is what it is it's a straight to you know shutter and Tubi and whatever it's uh, a guy in a nutcracker costume like a man-sized nutcracker who everyone just accepts as, like, normal. And there's a curse behind it, blah, blah, blah. And every it keeps coming to life and killing people. There's a bunch of bad characters. It's not really great. The whole movie is exactly what you think it's going to be, and it's fine. Every once in a while, they change out the mask of the Nutcracker guy to be this creepy demon one. It's fine. Kills are fine. Nothing crazy. Until some guy gets a late-night snack, and this is in England as well, and he's using a regular Nutcracker. But he's not using a Christmas one. He's just using metal nutcrackers. And he's using those to crack little nuts in the middle of the night. And the nutcracker comes up behind him. There's a struggle. The nutcracker gets the nutcracker and pulls his balls off with the nutcracker. I will be buying that on DVD for that scene alone. The movie is not good and it's not great. I mean, it's it's fine. It's run-of-the-mill, No, nothing to say good or bad, except that one scene makes it a must have in the collection for me. He cracks the guy's nuts with a nutcracker. I wish it was a Christmas nutcracker, <laughs> then I would buy the the two disc edition, but <laughs> but I'll uh, buy that.
0: The other one I watched just to watch the taste of uh Killing Tree out of my mouth, uh was Black Christmas, which I fucking love. Um I I every time I watch that movie, the original 1974 Black Christmas, I'm like, this is a
1: bonafide classic. It's so fucking good.
0: Yeah. Um, if you guys haven't seen it, I, I figure most of our audience has, if you haven't seen And it, we have, it, have talked much, about
1: it before, yeah. right?
0: We have. I, you, I, we don't, we don't need to go you, hard into it. I I think it's worth just mentioning
1: that. Oh, I agree. And you, we've talked about it before. So you guys okay. should listen to our other Christmas movie episodes. When you said it's, it's, it is, just, it's, it is a great horror movie yeah. and it is a great Christmas horror movie. Um, And it is one of those. I pretty much watch it every year. Sometimes not even during Christmas. Um you and I talked a couple days ago and you're like, Oh yeah, I got to watch black Christmas as a power cleanser. And I was like, shit, I need a power cleanser too. And I was like, I should watch a different one. So I was like, you know what I'll watch. I'll watch one that is not tongue in cheek and not silly. But I don't really remember. I watched 1984's. Don't open till Christmas. Do you remember that?
0: I, I know it. I don't know if I've seen this one. I, I you think, you definitely I like have we seen we it because we must have watched to. it when we were together. Yeah, but I don't think
1: it's I don't it, it, the 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 VHS package is a Christmas. I, oh, I
0: know the cover. Yeah, it's like a bloody it's,
1: present. Yeah. So this is the one where the the killer is killing people dressed like Santa Claus. He's not a Santa Claus. He's not dressed like Santa Claus. Is it
0: still because the mom banged. banged yep. Banged, yep.
1: Still yep. because someone had sex with Santa Claus. Um. I didn't remember this movie as well as I should have. It is fucking great. It is slow at times. It is a whodunit in like you think one of the main characters is going to be the killer. It's, it's an Alice Sweet sure. Alice type thing. Yeah, exactly. Alice Sweet Alice uh, mask. Um, I started watching it and immediately like a couple minutes. First of all, two people get stabbed in the first minute of the movie and they get immediate killed with the stab. The knife goes in. They go ah, and they're dead. Two people immediately. But the next people to get killed, a guy is at a party and he's about to blow a party blower and a spear comes through his head and out his mouth. And I was like, wait, why don't I remember this? A guy gets burned to death on a barbecue, shot in the mouth, um, a cut and blood spraying. There's a lot of blood spraying. Punched in the neck, stabbed with a spike glove, broken bottle in someone's face so that their eye falls out. Um face a guy gets hit in the face with a machete straight razors are electrocuted um then at the very end there's like a, a a fuck you from the grave from the killer he kills his brother with a bomb they that's how literally how the movie ends before it goes to credit this guy licks looks at this package and he puts it down and he sits in a chair and then if you're looking at me on youtube he's like this and they put a makeup on his away side of his face And then the whole fucking thing blows up. And as he turns towards camera, you see his face is all mangled. And then credits roll. It's fucking awesome. It's a little slow. It's a little dated. But it is definitely a different flavor Christmas horror than most of these other ones that we're familiar with. Where
0: where can I watch this?
1: It's on Tubi right now cuz I watched it the other night. I obviously also have the DVD and Blu-ray but <laughs> <laughs> but like this is one I remember uh, it was it was rare on VHS and I hunted it down. You definitely saw this with me for sure. Um there's a ton of boobs in it. There's a girl who barely is clothed the whole time. She's also running around outside almost naked in like you think she's a porcupine based on how fucking prickly her skin is. She's like freezing this poor girl. Um It's it it I would say this is a definite must watch. If you haven't, check it out.
0: Oh, good, good recommendation. I I'm gonna have to put this on my list. Um
1: it'll jog your memory and you'll be like, why didn't I remember this more? I don't know, man. Maybe I I you definitely you had to have seen it. You had to man, man. Uh I'm just looking at these
0: like crazy, crazy kills that they're showing on the trailer. This is in the trailer, it's got plenty going on. Um, very cool, man. Uh well, what are you doing for the holidays? You traveling?
1: Nope, staying here. My, my uh, Amanda's family's coming for a bit. My family's coming for a bit. My cousin's gonna come shortly after the holidays. So, staying here, doing a lot. What about you?
0: Um, I'm traveling. I'm I'm excited to see family. I'm not excited to travel with a two year old, but it's gonna be great. We're gonna make it happen. It's gonna work. Um,
1: just put her in the overhead storage bin. Feet out. <laughs>
0: feet out. <laughs> um, but we're yeah, we're going back up to to see family. Kate's family, my family, it's going to be a good time, but it's going to be, you know, it's a lot. Traveling is a lot.
1: Yeah. And it's hard with the kid.
0: Yeah. But other than that, I'm, I'm hoping to check out a few more uh, few more Christmas horror movies, a few more Christmas classics. I still haven't done my Die Hard watch this year. I still haven't done my my uh, Christmas Story watch. I still haven't watched Krampus yet, which is one of my go-tos every year. Oh,
1: maybe um, I'll try that one this year. I haven't done that in a while.
0: I. That's one of my all-time favorites right now. I love Krampus so much. It has fun. It, it, I know you didn't like it as much because the family sucked, but I, I kind of like it in the vein.
1: I, I felt gypped at the end, too. They're like, just kidding. And you're like, ah, fuck you. It was so oh, much cooler when everyone was dead.
0: I, I bet you say that during Muppets Christmas Carol, when he wakes up at the end, and he's like, oh, I didn't die, just like in Charles Dickens. That's a true or- story. Okay. Well, <laughs> it's modeling itself off of a classic christmas story rumi where the guy wakes up from death and it was all
1: doesn't no, make when sense kids did die I, I want them did, to stay dead did I, tiny did tim it, included
0: does it make sense now do you understand the movie allegory rumi popper <laughs> at least one of us is cultured
1: <laughs> yeah if you need any more of your jokes explained to you let us know <laughs> jokes literary references or uh british party favors british <laughs> <laughs> party favors
0: british christmas traditions um man, uh, super good, man. Well, this has been a great year. I've had a lot of fun with you. Uh, some 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 really, really good episodes, some really good times, and um Merry Christmas, Rumi.
1: You too, man. We got more to come. Like we already on the docket, we already have some good stuff. So keep it tuned in here. Where where can they tune in, Rooms?
0: Follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Launchpad Pod on our website, launchpadpod.com. Check us out on YouTube. Let us know what you're doing for Christmas. For your holidays, whatever they may be, Uh, safe travels. Download some of our episodes to take with you. We have a bunch of good Christmas ones. We've been doing this for almost four years, five years now. So there's a decent amount of Christmas episodes to check out. I'll make sure they're up top, ready to find, easy to get to. In the meantime, Rumi, let's blast this thing off. I can't talk today. What is wrong?
1: You're talking British. (laughs) Uh,
0: That was a Christmas carol. Don't worry about it. We're the Rocketeers and we are. Oh.
1: Ignition sequence start 6, 5, 4, 3,
0: 2, 1 We all engines running
1: lift off. we have a lookout.